begin to study God's Word and to examine uh, some of the distinguishing characteristics that are true of those who really know Christ. And one of those is what the Bible calls in Jesus' own terms uh, a spiritual birth, being born of God's Spirit, coming into a relationship with Christ. And we've talked about the fact that it's a must. It's, uh, Jesus said you have to be born again if you're going to get into heaven. You have to have a second birth. And he also says that's a mystery. We see that from his statements with Nicodemus, the religious leader who was questioning him that particular day. But it's also a miracle. It takes a miracle because of our condition. Ephesians 2.1 says, you were dead in your trespasses and sins. When one's dead, there's nothing that anyone can do to bring them back to life. We're spiritually dead toward God. And so there's no one that can give us life toward God except God himself. And because of our sin, we're dead spiritually. Jesus basically said to Nicodemus, you ask about the miracles, I do, but you can't understand miracles until you become a miracle. <clears throat> Jesus said without a spiritual birth, Nicodemus could not see the kingdom of God and was spiritually blind. When someone says, I don't see this idea of salvation, don't scold them. They're telling the truth. They really can't see it. It's a matter of God's spirit enlightening them. And God will do that. He enlightens everyone at some time or the other. But at some point, many people are not enlightened. They have not come to that place where they understand where God has enabled them to see the truth about salvation, to see their need of salvation. You see, it takes a, a, a miracle of resurrection power. Ephesians 2, 4, and 6 says, God made us alive with Christ even when we're dead in trespasses and sins. And God raised us up with Christ. You see, God had to raise Jesus from the dead, so he knows how to raise people from the dead physically, but he also knows how to raise people from the dead spiritually. Alexander Pope prayed, Oh, Lord, make me a better man. His friend said, It would be easier for God to make you a new man. And that's exactly what the Bible teaches. You see, God doesn't want to make us a better person. He wants to make us a new person. And in making us a new person, that's far better. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, truly in Christ, he is a new person. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Uh, just let me ask you, have you experienced this spiritual resurrection? Has God raised you up to new life? And as you come, have you come into that relationship with him? <clears throat> I heard about uh, a young girl who was blind and... Uh, they had finally found someone who thought they could help the girl, and he did surgery, and the girl was kept in the dark for several days, and one day she stepped out into the light for the first time, opened her eyes, and she came running back in, and she said, oh, come and see what has happened to the sky. Her parents hurried out, but they saw nothing that was any different. The stars were shining. The moon was there. But see, the child had never seen it before. So it is with those who do not know Christ. They, their eyes are darkened, and, but when the, the, they come to know Christ, then their eyes are opened and they understand the truth, and they begin to see the wonder and the glory and the amazing reality of what it means to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to see also the method of spiritual birth. It's God reaching down to us in Jesus. You see, it wasn't that God said, you be good enough and measure up. God said, no, you can't measure up. I see that you're inadequate to trust me.
because you could never do enough good and you can never overcome your sins. I sent Jesus to die to pay for your sins so that I could raise him from the dead and then raise you to new spiritual life. Salvation always starts with God. That's why it's so important to preach and teach the truth of God's word because the Bible says that it's through the word that people hear and as they hear either through a single individual sharing with them or a pastor preaching the word, they hear the word, they, re they, they receive the word, and then once they believe the word, faith comes by hearing, the Bible says, and hearing by the word of God. So they have to hear. So it's God's love reaching down through Jesus, but it's also God's spirit convicting us of our sins. Jesus said, no man can come to me except the spirit draw him. The Holy Spirit convicts us of our sins. I remember as a boy when I came to know Christ for days before I did, I was deeply convicted. I had a burden so heavy I could hardly carry it because it was the burden of my sins and I had not killed anybody or committed adultery or done any of those more serious sins, but I knew that I was a sinner condemned before God and God's Spirit had convinced me of that and it was when I received Christ that that forgiveness came and that relief came and that wonder came that I was forgiven and it was like a giant load off my shoulders and off my heart. And that's what happens. You see, God's power produces the miracle of spiritual birth in us when we repent of our sins, which means turn from them and turn to him in faith. And we admit our sins and in faith ask Christ into our life. That's, what, that's the miracle that he does and that's the miracle that he produces in our life. Uh, I remember reading the story of Johnny Cash, the well-known West uh, country singer who died several years ago. And Johnny Cash said, a few years ago, I was hooked on drugs. I dreaded to wake up in the morning. There was no joy, no peace, no happiness in my life. Then one day in my helplessness, I turned my life completely over to God. Now I can't wait to get up in the morning to study my Bible. Sometimes the words out of scriptures leap into my heart. This does not mean that all my problems have been solved or that I have reached any state of perfection. However, my life has been turned around. I have been born again. You see, Johnny Cash experienced the new, th new birth experience that Jesus was telling the religious leader that he needed. And I think that's what uh, can happen to every person who will trust Christ. That's happened to me. And uh, I know that I have a relationship with Christ. Why? Because I, I have a new attitude and understanding of him. And I have a, a new relationship with him. I'm, I'm a different person. And the moment I trusted Christ, I, I experienced forgiveness. And that forgiveness was very real. And I experienced a new joy in my life. And so I think it's important that each of us recognize that that same thing is what everybody else needs. And we need to be sharing that with our friends and neighbors. But let me ask you, have you truly asked Christ to forgive your sins? You've God's Spirit's brought you to the place that you see your sins. You've come convinced that you are a sinner and you've asked him to forgive you and you've trusted him as your Lord and Savior. If not, his Spirit stands ready to work a miracle of salvation in your life and to open up your eyes and heart to spiritual things you never dreamed possible, but you must be willing to let your, let your heart be open to him, let your life be open to him. You must be willing to seriously, with all of that you are, ask him to forgive you and ask him to take over to be the Lord, Savior, Master, King of your life. If you do that, he'll do his part, and you will be born again. You will be spiritually his child. So I encourage you to do that today if you haven't. He stands ready and waiting to meet you at the point of your need. And so trust him 
and we'll discuss more about the characteristics of a believer tomorrow.